Theme music for the podcast. Uh, we don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any Rachel. I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. What was it that the man on Reddit said? It depends. We've had a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah. we've had a lot of refi- if we're being very negative. I think one of the comments we got was, you fucking fucks. <laughs> That's true. Uh, um, another one was, man, these guys can ramble. Yeah. Which I've put on my business card. Yes. And then... Your business cards? Yeah. For the podcast? Yeah. Why don't I have any? They're on the way. Yay! Um, oh, no, I, I think th- you fucking fucks was our, our crowning... I think one guy said, I made it as far as the theme music and then gave up. And theme music was in inverted commas. So we don't want him. Oh, that was my... That was That was Chris. Was was it your friend? That, no, no. He was like, I, I made it as far as the theme music, and then I gave. Uh, uh, we'll try and listen again later. And I was like, I took it very personally. But he's he's very he's very Chris. If you're listening, I've told you this to your face. You're very Tom Cruisey. He's very he's very like. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen to the podcast. You guys are good. Is he? You got a real nice energy. He it's married to Katie, Katie Holmes. He didn't. He had a brief fling with her in the spring of '98. Oh. Mm. How old was Katie Holmes then? Sounds illegal. <laughs> Let's move on. Sorry, Chris. I, I look. Just go on the run. Yeah. Get in touch when you can. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the tiny room. I'm Mick in the tiny room. There's Ben over Hell yeah. there. Hell yeah. <laughs> we haven't really settled on a format for that introduction yet. Ben. Yes. We have had a tweet. How unusual. Yes, but this one is real. Oh. Yeah. Oh. This is from. This name actually makes more sense when you read it out. Polka dot Sundays. Uh, polka dot polka dot because yeah, yeah. the dot because you say dot yeah it's a verbal gag it's, it's, it. it's a word play I, I anyway polka dot Sundays has said um, hey handsomers oh that's obviously us oh uh, well it couldn't be anybody else in the podcast no there's no one else there's only two of us yeah right. well there was John oh Johnny's very handsome yeah and so Clive. Clive yeah he's in got fact, a handsome voice we're probably the least handsome two people have been on this podcast shit anyway polka dot sundays which gets funnier the more you say it uh, has said hey handsomers that was very interesting what you said about punisher last week talk about more times when comic books have been appropriated by other communities Mm. i like this person yeah sounds like a very intellectual person a very intelligent person very intelligent yes so uh i suppose we'll do that then yeah, I guess if Twitter says. Yeah, well, we can't ignore it's, Twitter. It's pretty much our. What was the name of that awful mannequin in Big? Tom Hanks. <laughs> Take that, Tom Hanks! You smushy-faced every man. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, if Twitter says it, we do it. Yeah. Um, we're awful easy like that. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Um, should we start with Punisher? But let's. So, right. We talked about Punisher last week. We Specifically, what Polka Dot Sundays means is how Punisher has been adopted. The Punisher logo, more so than Punisher mm-hmm. himself, has been adopted by the American military. Yes. Rather heavily. Yeah. But there's something even cooler. And, it, I mean, cool is the wrong word. It's a bit ridiculous. Something I don't know. even more interesting. It's quite interesting. But, well, that's up to you to decide okay. if you find it interesting. So, this year, because we're, we're all about recent stuff in, on the podcast. We are. We're um, recent people. Well, no, hold on. 
let's let's approach this a different way. Ben, have you ever heard of police brutality? <laughs> the eighties scareland. <laughs> Very good. No, the the idea of the police beating people up. Oh. Be, or, or, usually based on some kind of discriminatory factor like race, sex. Yeah, or, usually or about being black. Ethnic background, yeah. So, look, sometimes... <laughs> just went for it, didn't Yeah, you? look, I'm, I am of the following three things. Black, American, and a policeman. I'm none of them. So I, I kind of see myself a little bit as a neutral... Are you not black? I am neither black nor a policeman. I've been going around telling everyone that I have a black friend. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ben. <laughs> I mean... That's not great, is it? That's no, it's it's terrible. Yeah, we'll cut that out. It's no, we won't. <laughs> it's staying in. No, we won't. So, look, we have, we well, we the Americans, they have a problem, the societal problem. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm not picking sides, but um, so there is a social organization called Black Lives Matter. Yes, and they protest police brutality against black people. Fair enough. And the police, some of the police, not all of the police, but some of the police, um, they form a counter. I suppose an organisation, but more like a, an idea, an ideology. I don't like where this is going. Well, it's fine. Blue Lives Matter. Mm. And that's a, that's a, it's an organisation. Basically, their, their stated aim of Blue Lives Matter is to get uh, violent crime against the police acknowledged but classified as a hate crime yeah this sounds very like a men's rights activist group well look Ben this isn't a political podcast so I don't care about your opinion on Blue Lives Matter fair enough um, oh that's how we're going to play it okay yeah. well I'd like to start a Ben Lives Matter <laughs> you can do that you can do that if you want Ben's opinions count for something on the podcast because this is supposed to be a partnership and it doesn't feel like a partnership right now yeah. look <clears throat> Sorry, blue yeah, lives. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to avoid giving my personal opinions on either of these lives. You're doing matter. very well. Yeah, You're, it's a thing that exists. You're the most sanitized Mick I've ever come across. I know. No, look, I, I genuinely don't really have an, an opinion on this because I am neither American nor black nor a policeman. So nor am I. Yeah, and policemen in Ireland don't kill people that we know of. That I don't think I, I don't think anyone has ever been killed by a policeman in Ireland. They definitely, be raided by the police. Now. Yeah, and also. We don't have a history of slavery, or considering... We did play a part in it, yeah. across the sea, but we don't have a, a... We never really had a severely established slave trade here in Ireland, no. Yeah, and more importantly, I don't I don't think... I'm not trying to wash our hands morally, it's just we had... I know, I know. We had a cheap, poor workforce readily available, and <laughs> there, were, and there was no need for importing a large workforce. We needed anyway. a drink. The English had very little money, and that was fine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really, I don't really have an opinion. I don't. Yeah, think, well, you're not invested. Yeah, I'm not invested in. It. I this don't th- think this it, does not affect your social structure. As we've said before, Ben, I don't think anyone should kill each other. Just you're, as you're a, a big fan of, of not killing other yeah, people. Yeah, just everyone stop killing each other. It's actually something I aspire to. <laughs> to, to kill someone. I, I messed up last week. I, I, I killed another person. Uh-oh. But I, I really want to be a non-killer, Uh-oh. like you, Mick. Are you the famous Leinster Triangle that's serial me. murderer? That's me, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Larry Murphy. That's, no, that's me. What are we talking about? This is so rambly and we're only like <laughs> six minutes in. Um, so Blue Lives Matter. It's a thing. It's about policemen. So back on point. Punisher. Not a policeman. Earlier this year. <laughs> no, he's not a policeman, Ben. Yeah. Well spotted. Sorry, I just... 
Uh, Earlier this year, in your favourite state of America, Kentucky. West Virginia. No, Kentucky's not in West Virginia. It definitely is. No, it isn't. They're different states. (laughs) What is that? I think, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway, uh, in in Kentucky. My favourite state. Your favourite state. Next to West Virginia. Yeah. a, a police force of a town, I can't remember the name, something like Charlottesburg. Charlottesville. I think, I think it's Burg. I think you'll find it's Bill. What they did was, this is mad, I can't believe they did this. This ties into what I'm, I'm sorry, keep going. Uh, don't step on my bit. Sorry, sorry. They decided to, they wanted to represent Blue Lives Matter, the Blue Lives Matter movement. I see. On their patrol cars. Okay. So what they did was they had a little competition, a little vote among themselves, and they chose a logo to paint, well, to decal or decal, yeah, yeah, onto their police cruisers, oh, God. and they chose the Punisher's oh, skull. They chose the Punisher skull, but it's the Punisher skull as an American flag. Oh fuck! But it's in black and white. But one of the stripes on the American flag is a blue stripe. Oh Jesus! And then the words. Blue Lives Matter. Oh, now, look, Ben. That's in poor taste. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a. From my understanding of the situation, it's enough of a statement anyway to put Blue Lives Matter stuff on car on police cars. Okay. But what they've done, Ben, yes. is they've gone and they've put the symbol of a vigilante who specifically exists outside the law. On police cars, Ben. Suboptimal, no. suboptimal thinking. That's not. That's that's not what you want from your police force. Is exactly, it? because the whole point of the Punisher is that he killed criminals. Who the police? He killed criminals, Ben. That's his sole purpose. He kills people. He's really difficult to write because he's unremitting in how he murders. Yeah, people. like that's his whole thing. He goes, he finds the criminals, and he kills them to death. So they don't, they don't. It's no, no, no penal system. I, I read a, a Punisher comic today, and in my line of work, criminals don't usually have the luxury of the penal system. By the time I catch them, yeah, exactly. It's a great little box. Where's his? Uh, where's his Jew, Jew? What's it called? Castellan. No, oh. Jew, 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 Jew procedure. What's it called? Due, oh, due process. Due process. Where is his due process? Where is his trial by jury? Where is his trial by jury? Not the, there. I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying due process. I was like, oh yeah, let's bring more Jewish. racism in, Ben. I, I am the racist podcast host. Apparently, just, it turns out. You should see my car. I have a big uh, Punisher logo that's in here. <laughs> a big giant Punisher logo that says <laughs> Ben Lives Matter. Funny thing is, I can't even drive. I bought a car specifically so I can put that. On. Nice. <laughs> so. I mean, it's fucking terrible. It's Hang on, I'm adjusting to this. Seriously, a police force mm-hmm. in Charlottesville, Kentucky. I don't think it's Charlottesville, but you're you're purposely ignoring what I've actually okay. said. Charlottesburg. Or Crawlettsburg or something like that. Okay, somewhere in Kentucky. West Virginia. <laughs> Regardless of what we... Of where, precisely. Mm-hmm. There are a group of men who have been elected. Men and women. Through, sorry. There are there is a group which mm-hmm. has been elected. You don't elect policemen. Which have been tasked with keeping law <laughs> in a small town. I think it's a medium town. I mean, eight police cruisers. So I think that's a. Is that medium? I think that. What do I know? But I, I think so. I but here's the thing, right? Okay. So they have this. Wow. 
quite frank, quite, quite frankly. Frank Castle? Yes, it's a pun. <laughs> I've done a pun. They have this very colorblind choice of thing to put on a colorblind. Tone deaf, colorblind. Um, outright racist. So the thing was, people then said, "Look, that means that that's a symbol of a man who kills people." He's a vigilante. He's everything that the, the police aren't. Yes. Can I have a chewing gum there? You can. can. All right. Let's see if this affects the quality of the podcast. I know you will. The sound. The... Can it be like ASMR? Nom, 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 nom. Look, there's nom, some crinkly. <laughs> so there were complaints. And the man who... They ran it by the mayor of the town they ran it by the chief police of the town everyone said yeah that's great yes stick a skull on your police cars did they run it by the black people of the town (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the problems might be there aren't any black people in this town who could say just a bunch of white people who are like that's fucking cool have you ever seen Mitchell and Webb yes I quite like their the sketch show. Mitchell and Webb they're very amusing they're amusing sketchmen they do a very good sketch set in World War Two, where um, I don't think they specifically state it but Mitchell is a new recruit in the oh, in the yeah. SS yeah. <laughs> That's and he's looking at his his uniform and all the skulls and crossbones and lightning bolts and he says to his friend do you ever think I mean we have the skulls do you think we we might be the bad guys <laughs> and I mean that you really don't want your police to be carrying that around, cruising around the place with skull logos on their on their cars. It's I wouldn't like. I guess some of the logic was, well, the military uses it. Well, but death squads in the military yeah, use it. exactly. It's just so. This was the thing, right? So yeah. they inter- the 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 man who proposed the design was interviewed. This is Leader One, by the way. He's a gobot. Mick, for some reason, has begun to adopt a brand new figurine. They're not figurines, they're action figures. A brand new toy. I'll do. For every podcast. He's and today's toy is... Leader One. He's the leader of the GoBots. I thought the GoBots were a knockoff of the Transformers, and I found it today. They, they, they are the predecessor. Yeah, they predate the Transformers. Although, I mean, they predate the Transformers by so little that it's impossible to say one influenced the other who, who was the stealing dickhead yeah they both kind of just materialised like a shark's tail and finding Dory finding Nemo finding Nemo yes or like a bug's life and ants, ants with Woody Allen yeah or like uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon oh wow or Two like incredibly similar movies that I think are actually the same movie with slight changes yeah or like Dante's Peak and Inferno yeah that's fine you're yeah, still I'm, I'm on a roll <laughs> you're, you're good at these rambly <laughs> or like no that's it can I do another one before I commit to an and like and like no that's no, it that's um, it we're out. what are we saying what was we're I talking out. about before that the creator of this or the proposer of this mm. particular redesign so the proposer of the redesign thanks Ben the proposer of this design had seen the symbol in the movie American Sniper. Yeah, because this brought it to a with Bradley Cooper. prominence. Yeah. yeah. And apparently it was in the movie American Sniper with Bradley Cooper because uh, Chris Kyle, is that his the name? Original the original American, American Sniper, Sniper, was an actual Punisher fan. Oh. So the guy 
who saw it and decided to put it on the police cars um, was not aware of the I mean his excuse was he thought it was a warrior symbol a warrior it's a big fuck off Scott hang up fuck off it's a big it's a big alright then it's not like that's just it's a bit thick it's a big feck off skull it's a big skull like it's and it's not a nice skull no it's not an anatomically correct skull it's a big leering mean. elongated edgy skull mm, I know um, Jerry Conway is that his name the creator creator of Punisher yes he's kind of he doesn't really know where he stands on the whole thing. Probably it's, it's a, it is, for lack of a better, a minefield of a fucking... Right, I know, because his thing was, Punisher, original Punisher, was a kind of Vietnam War Parable. era character. Yeah. And American troops, when they came back from the Vietnam War, were kind of hated. Yeah, it was because a strange thing. the American they... public... They were committing war crimes. Oh, Jesus, Ben. It's like a politics podcast. No, um, no sorry. I, I mistake. As far as sorry. the public were concerned, Allow me is that to, what you're as, as far as very far left-wing public were concerned, it was all a war crime. Fucking sorry. hippies. Hippies is what you mean. War is a huge moral grey area. I do not weigh in black or white on either side. Ben, it's a big old black mess. and white into it. <laughs> you are the one who's talking about Blue Lives Matter. So, anyway... Uh, so his whole thing was Punisher is a bad guy because he was created at a time when the public feeling towards the military were mm. about bad guys and then it sways backwards and forwards all the time yeah. depending on how the public feel about I what America's him, does he call him a litmus test for yeah. the American public and the military Ooh. Like I, you've obviously read some interviews this I, week. I, I did I was very <laughs> interested this week I was, I was invested so yeah that's it Punisher Blue Lives Matter uh, bad choice Bad. Yes, yeah, so that's a that's a good example of a very negative kind of adoption of of that. It's weird how people read into stuff like that. I was I was looking at stuff this weekend, and, and one of the things that popped up was um, Harry Harry Potter and the LGBT community, and there's a very large, large. Uh, faction of people who use his coming out of the closet underneath the Dursley stairs as a symbol for his burgeoning homosexuality. Oh, that would explain a lot. Yeah. Except how he had kids with like Ginny Weasley. There's like t-shirts where it's like Harry Potter could only survive 11 years under the stairs before he became out fabulously magical. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like That's great. I know, I'll stick it in the video. Oh, I want, that, a, I want that t-shirt. It's hilarious. But it's interesting how people kind of read into stuff like that. But speaking of tone deaf things that Yay. cause outrage for silly reasons. Wait, um, are you saying that the Blue Lives Matter is silly? No, no, no. <laughs> you, you fucker. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> Mountain Mountain Don't sing that song either That's your Go on, go on. <laughs> We're just coasting down a road Go on, go on. Uh, Country um, road a, a Racist country road Aren't they all? Oh. Yeah oh. <laughs> Careful Do your bit Ben Stop race baiting We talk about racism a lot on this podcast It's because of it's the filthy racism Comic books, TV um, and racism There's a lot of racism in comic books mm. um, To be fair um, yeah, sorry. What I was going to say to you was Superman. Give me three words you associate with Superman. Clark. Yeah. Kent. Yeah. Blue. Give me another three. Right. Uh, Lois. Uh-huh. Jimmy. Kryptonite. Okay. If you were a layman who knew nothing about comic books and the extended cast and mythology of Superman, give me three words you'd associate oh, with Superman. Oh, God. Uh, 
red, white, and blue. Yeah, there we oh, go. Oh, is that it? Those are the three I was looking for. <laughs> glad, we got, glad we got there. Oh, he's the all-American superhero. Truth, justice, and the American way, you know? Oh, was that, would that have done? Yeah. Well, that would have been fine. It, it didn't really matter as long as I got American nationalism and patriotism in the mix. Um, yeah, so, Superman is kind of very, very interesting. He's no, all he's American. Not. That's your opinion. Sorry, he's a very dull um, concept and very hard to write, apparently, because he's just perfect. Um, and, uh, yeah, he is kind of a perfect all-American superhero. He's from the Midwest, mm-hmm. which is never represented in movies or comics, which I find quite funny. He grew up in Kent, which is in the Midwest. Surely he'd have he grew, been... His name is Kent. He grew up in yeah. Kansas. Sorry, he grew up in Kansas. But you'd think he'd have a, a little bit more of a Midwestern accent. What would that sound like? Uh, oh, well, I really like saving the world, Eerie. Well, that's Canadian. No, but it's really close to Midwestern. Is it? Uh, is Midwest... Is Wisconsin. The... Is Kansas beside Wisconsin? No, it's not, but it's in the Midwest. Hmm. It's a whole region stuff. Anyway, I find it interesting. I thought he'd be very southern, but he's never represented that way in... Is Kansas in the south? I think it's for further south is it than... West Virginia? Is it close to is West Virginia? Is it West Virginia? Virginia? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Look, we clearly don't know. It's, well, it's, not, near, it's not near the Blue Ridge Mountains. Did, so you, the Shenandoah River. did you know that... Um, I don't know if you watch our YouTube analytics, but uh, <laughs> the USA has overtaken Ireland as our watch time leader. In that case, lads, USA. Yeah. USA. Both. You're not going to like what I have to say next. Both blue and black lives matter. All all the lives matter. Oh, you can't um, say that. That's political. Why is that political? Just Everybody's do oh, Just do it. Just do your bit. Christ. Do your bit and shut up. Okay, so, Superman, a couple of years ago, bit of a bit of a... Bit of a public outrage a couple of years ago. Go on. Um, Superman yeah. renounced his American citizenship. Do you remember this? I do. There's a vague recollection of it. It was very quickly glossed over. Didn't he walk around? He walked around America meeting people? Yeah. And then renounced his American citizenship. Mm. Um, so, in a kind of interesting way, in, in certain demographics adopting certain superheroes Superman has become very much an immigrant uh, uh, immigrant symbol because he is fundamentally an immigrant to the planet Earth he comes from Krypton mm. and so is an immigrant by his very existence um, and he kind of became adapted to that in several ways rather interestingly go on in oh I have it here on my phone hang it's on, on something's phone oh, no it's this, gone it's disappeared welcome podcast to the, gold welcome to um, the Ben reading things from his phone podcast so <laughs> Action Comics 987, which was published two weeks ago. uh, Two weeks ago, as of the time of recording. As of the time of recording, which is October 1st, uh, 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, Superman intervenes when a white supremacist opens fire on a group of illegal, undocumented workers. Oh, that's what's going on in America at the moment. Yes. Well, maybe not specifically that. (laughs) And Superman intervenes. Right. And Superman intervenes and saves all their lives. Mm-hmm. And Is he a Ku Klux Klan guy? He then... No, he's just a... He's a quite, a, quite a biker. He looks like a biker. Just a hillbilly. Uh, look, there you go. You can you can see him there. This is... This oh, is the, classic this American is bandana. He's wearing a, an American flag bandana, not unlike the American flag Punisher skull symbol. He looks wearing. a bit like The Undertaker. He does a bit. Like an out-of-work, overweight Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it's Greg Capullo that uh, draws this one. Um, and he stops the bullets. He shields them from the bullets. He runs over the man. He breaks his gun. 
he holds him and says, why? He's, mm-hmm. you know, doing his best Batman impression. It's not why? Um, and the guy says, they stole from me. And we find out that they didn't steal from him at all. They stole his job. They stole his job. Oh, so they, they, they took, took our his jobs. jobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is just ridiculous. So, this is fairly bog standard for Superman. Bog fucking standard. For Superman. I'm so bored with Superman, I'm going to stop listening. Innocent like, lives, that's fine. Uh, innocent lives are at stake. Innocent uh, lives matter. He <laughs> he steps in. Yeah. And uh, he saves them. Gives them now dig out. How do you think Fox reacted to it? Fox News. Fox News. Or Fox... Uh, foxes, in general, the, the animal. How do you think they reacted to it? They can't read. They're huge Superman fans, though. Yeah, I can't read, though. It has to be read to them. I think 62% of Superman comics go to Fox Sanctuaries around America. That's not true, then. It is. Um, it's right here. Uh, Fox News. Yeah, how do you think they reacted? Well, they probably said that he created a straw man to attack... Yeah, exactly. He's a... Well, they call Superman now a propaganda tool for defenders of illegal aliens. Oh, good. That was was their response. Um, Breitbart, how do you think they responded? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) They call him social justice soups. Good, yes. They've they've branded him as. Um, Yeah, so it's caused... uh, Social justice soup sounds like it would be uh, delicious. Yeah, it would have a lot of different cultures mixed in. Yeah, I, 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 I take. Do you drink soup? Do you eat soup? Who, Ben? That is a question too big for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, but um, I just find it very interesting um, that people can have such a strong reaction to a character. So do those people then feel that Superman would be better off helping to get the illegal immigrants out of America? I think that's the message that that news network things or perhaps better suited to just saving white people you should probably put news network in inverted commas when you're saying well, that's just Fox oh, you said I'm the political one I'm not being political steady on I haven't mentioned anything about my political beliefs but steady. Fox News is a lot of shit yeah, yeah Fox News <laughs> is a lot of shit like you've said enough there um, but it's rather interesting the character was actually introduced to that there's a, a cartoon here that I think is quite interesting go on uh, it's from the 1950 Oh, that's very when old. Superman was used in schools and Hold education on. systems. If it's from the 1950s, we're going to have to talk like this. Yes, yeah, so if you take a look at the cartoon, it says, no, that's not American, that's English, 1950s. No, that's so we'll the, go. That is the Midwestern accent. Is that's, it? Yeah, that's the accent. That, ah. that is an invented accent that was invented to kind of bridge the gap between American really? and British. Yeah. Huh. That's a real famous accent. Well, anyway. So we can do it. It's a picture. It's a picture Superman. of Superman. You're going to translate good. And he's standing with a group of children mm-hmm. of various ethnicities mm-hmm. and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. He has his hand on a little Asian boy at his side, patting him on the head. I'm not kidding. It's right there. I'll put it in the mm-hmm. put it in the thing. There's a, a young black man in the back. There's a lot of white people. And there's one kid with America's favorite pastime, uh, a baseball bat and um, a baseball so yeah. it's it's all American. It's very good. And it says, And remember, boys and girls, your school, like your country, is made up of Americans of many different races, religions, and national origins. So, if you hate... Be- oh, bear any- uh, hear anybody talk about schoolmates or anyone else because of their religion, race, or national origin, don't wait. Tell them that kind of talk is un-American. Yeah, and then suck them one. And suck them one. That doesn't sound very like the rhetoric we have these days in America. But very interesting because from his early days, it would seem that he was quite an avid fan of of, of the old uh, immigrants, of the old immigration. Hmm. So I, I thought that was very interesting. Anyway, that was my first one for today's round off Superman. 
Well, come here, Alien. Then. Actually, uh, what we're going to talk about next it kind of really ties into that. What a segue. Um, have you ever heard of the 90s? Uh, I was born at the very start. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Um, look, Ben, you know the... You know the, the the comic book and film V for Vendetta. Yes. Um, written by Alan Moore. Moore. Noted madman. Noted madman. Who's retiring from comics? Is he? He's going to just do satanic rituals. I think so. And beards growing. He's he's Norfolk's favorite satanist. I thought that was um, Warren Ellis. I think Warren Ellis and Alan Moore are the same person. <laughs> I think I think time travel. Thing. Yeah, it's a time travel thing. Um, I think the house time travels and they're in different parts at different times. But anyway, I think I've seen one of them interviewing the other. So that's well, I suppose. I mean, they could temper. Never mind. Um, time travel. Time me why me. So stuff. Alan Moore, noted madman, and David Lloyd. Well, it has two L's. So Lloyd. David Lloyd. Um, so they wrote the comic book um, V for Vendetta. Yes. I think it was in the late 80s, wasn't it? It was. And it was a response to Thatcherism. Good. Um, so, a lot of comic book... Uh, British comic book writers in the 80s was a very punk kind of scene. Yes, it was. Um, you had your you had your 2000 ADs. Which is you what had, I will be talking about, after. You had your Vs for Vendettas. And Alan Moore wrote um, V for Vendetta as a tale of anarchy versus totalitarianism fascism actually um in the comic which you might not have read recently i have not and in terms of overall plot the the comic book and the movie are almost identical really almost identical but the theme is very different because the the theme of the comic is like i said anarchy versus fascism Mm mm-hmm Whereas the theme of the movie is kind of freedom and democracy versus uh, extreme conservatism. Uh-huh. Um, the movie came out during the reign, which is probably the wrong word, of George Bush. Uh-huh. And the, the Wachowski... Reign, reign of terror is the kind of <laughs> uh, The Wachowskis and stuff, they kind of admitted that they updated it. I'm doing air quotes. They updated it to make it relevant to... Is that the Wachowskis? They didn't direct it. They produced it. Ah, that would explain why it's good. Uh, Yeah, it's really good. It's a great film. It's a great film. Um, So they updated it to make it more relevant to modern America, which Alan Moore hated. But, you know Alan Moore. Alan Moore is going to hate anything. He hates anything that people touch that belongs to him. So, um, the main character, V. Yes. He wears a... Go on. The enhanced... He's, what is he? Well, well, this is the thing. He's an he, experiment. He was an experimented. Yeah, he was experimented on. Monster. Yeah, he was uh, one of the lower classes, and he was experimented oh, yes. on. Just... We never see his face or anything, so yeah. we don't know what 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 type of lower class he was. But I mean, the the comic book is very much about racial purity and stuff because they're full on fascists. The movie is like religious purity. Yeah, there's nothing about race. It, it skips over the race stuff. Yeah, as as movies so often do. It did that as well the new it does complete you've have you seen the new it i haven't seen it i've seen the old it the new it completely removes any racism over the racism of of the book the book i don't um, i've never read the book I, I ask in the book um henry bowers the chief bully yes really 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 hates mike the black kid 
Oh. For p- pure full on racism. Okay. Like there's a lot of a lot of slur <laughs> a lot of slurs, Benjamin. Thrown around like <laughs> a lot of that. slurs. Um, oh, Stephen King, you just make me uncomfortable. Well, Stephen King hates racism. Well, that's good. Like he, he hates. That's good. I have nothing like, to say against that. Yeah. So what was the thing? Yeah. So uh, V. Yes. It was an experiment, and in the in the comic book, he's going to take down the government because he wants to create anarchy. Fair. And he'll kill anyone or anything who gets in his way to do that because he's a genuine, yes. real, one hundred percent anarchist. In the movie. He's much more your traditional superhero. He's got a code. He, yeah, he's got a code. He tries to avoid hurting the innocent. Um, oh, really? So yeah. he doesn't do that in the comics? Oh, I've got the comics recently at all. It's a... Uh, comics very dark. Because he's a full-on... He's, he not, just, he's yeah. not a good guy in yeah, the yeah. comics. He just wants anarchy. And he'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, not unlike the Joker. Okay. You know what I mean? He could, he could yeah. be considered an anti-hero, which we probably could have covered last week. Shit. Um, so... Yeah, Alan Moore hates the movie. But probably the most iconic thing is the mask. Yes, He wears a Guy Fawkes mask. Guy Fawkes mask. Remember, remember. Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I see it's no the reason. murder gunpowder. Hmm? Is it not the... the gunpowder treason and plot. I see no reason, I see no I see reason, no reason for the gunpowder treason to ever be forgot. Ah, okay. You have it better. I know. <laughs> so anyway the mask he wears the mask yeah, Guy Fawkes look we're not going to how, how are we doing for time not going to okay. explain who Guy Fawkes is sure uh, why would we why would we but he wears the Guy Fawkes mask and the iconic scene in the movie but not the book is he asks was it in the book I can't remember he asks the people to rise up with him mm-hmm. and to all wear his mask to a march on parliament yes and they do mm-hmm. okay uh, that mask was then produced as a movie prop for Halloween. Which is a fair... It's normal. Yeah, fair right? choice. And then the internet group Anonymous wanted... They're anonymous. They <laughs> wanted to protest the Church of Scientology. Fair. And the Church of Scientology are kind of... Notor- I wonder what the Church of Scientology got onto us for mentioning... Oh, we definitely get... Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway. If the Scientologists want to... Sponsor the podcast, please don't. <laughs> no, they can. Uh, can they? Yeah, no, you can be sponsored by something and not believe it. If the Catholic Church wants to sponsor, no. <laughs> well, if a condemning organized religion, let's just go whole dog. So the the what do we call them? <laughs> Anonymous yeah. wanted to uh, protest the Church of Scientology, and in doing so, remain anonymous. There. So they recommended because the Church of Scientology are kind of famous for. Uh, taking photographs of protesters oh are they and then using it to slur to smear you uh, what a pack of dicks I know they're real bad eggs those lads yeah yeah. so they decided to wear masks fair and many of them wore the, the, the Guy Fawkes mask yes there was an even earlier incident where a group of anarchists and a group of liberals both marched in a protest against the the anarchists were marching in a protest against the movie because they felt it didn't represent anarchism well and the liberals were marching in a protest as a counter protest to the anarchists and they were all wearing the masks dopes anyway so as you know I always find it funny when anarchists organise I know it's brilliant (laughs) so after 2008 but anarchy 
it doesn't mean you can't organize. Anarchy just means that governments have no control over people. Yeah, you, you know, still, Noam, Noam Chomsky's yeah, you anarchy. Can, you can still have... Intellectual anarchy. Yeah. You can still... It's not anarchy like giant A's printed on the wall and everyone killing each other, like the Purge. So Purge last, episode. So last week was pointless. Yeah. Um, oh, God damn it. What were we saying? Yes. So after 2008, it became more and more popular. Anonymous, the internet group, took it. In this case, as opposed to in the Punisher case... David Lloyd, L- David the, the Lloyd, yeah, he's delighted. He loves it. Oh, really? Yeah, he thinks it's great that he 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 takes a lot of credit. I don't know if if Alan Moore would necessarily give him a lot of credit, but he takes a lot of the credit for the creation of character the character of V. I I I feel that I feel that Alan Moore rarely gives credit to other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry, cough. <coughs> Good podcast. <coughs> he. He was the one who came up with the idea of him wearing a Guy Fox mask. That's quite a significant part of that character. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's the great thing, though. Because that specific design of the mask is owned by Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. that means that every time an anonymous person or a protester or a, oh, no. or a, or a Occupy Wall Street or a... Any kind Any of kind left-wing of, social movement adopts the mask. They're paying royalties to massive international conglomerate Warner Brothers. What a delicious irony! <laughs> not, not if you base your life on left-wing protests. <laughs> well, you know, it's not that bad either because nah. it's kind of it's kind of taking a symbol of of the establishment to fight against the and establishment. Subverting that symbol. The cool yeah. thing about the mask is it's banned in a lot of countries. It's illegal. Really? It's illegal in Saudi Arabia, Bahrain. A lot of people in the Arab Spring wore it. So now it's so it's illegal. In, illegal. It's illegal in all the countries that don't that didn't want an Arab Spring to happen. Bahrain, Saudi Arabia. Okay. Qatar. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Do you have another one? Uh, yes, it comes right off the back of your one though. Uh, Two thousand AD. Yeah. Um, I was watching a really interesting interview with two thousand ads, like a fucking YouTube video. Or a <laughs> shitty Russian porn website. Um, is, that, is that off colour? Oh, it's just the second time you've talked about Russian porn websites today. Not on the podcast. <laughs> um, so, um, it was actually in direct reference to the previous conversation okay. that we were having. Yeah. It's more of an in-joke for you and I as yeah. opposed to the listeners. People, yeah, people love... Well, they think I'm a pervert now. <laughs> How are you, lads? Um, yeah. So, anyway. 2000 ads. Yeah. Um, Phil Mills is the name of the man that created... Uh, 2000 AD or who head say that again Phil Mills yeah he's the man who created 2000 AD yeah sometimes now I don't mean I, I, I don't want to give you a complex sure but sometimes when you're saying <laughs> this is probably a better off air conversation sometimes when you're saying 2000 AD you put an extra syllable in and I noticed it 2000 you, you, so it's 2000 AD uh-oh. But when when you're excited, you say 2000 and AD. <laughs> and I noticed it when I was listening to the last podcast that we did where we talked about 2000 AD. And I completely forgot it. And now oh, I just no. remember. Okay, 2000 Just call it 2000 ads. 2000 ads. Because <laughs> Ben's famous uh, thing is you can't. Because I have a speech impediment apparently <laughs> when I'm excited. Um, so, yeah. Um, Phil Mills, I was watching a really interesting... Um, interview with him and he said that there are no more working class superheroes 
I Batman. Found, I found this really interesting. Is the least prime example. Tony Stark. Again, just missing the mark there, Mick. Danny Rand. Oh boy. The Black Panther. Ooh. The Inhumans. Oh, I watched the the Inhumans again. And there are new scenes. Uh, oh, they've tinkered. No, I don't think so. I think they were just cut for time. There's one shitty one about the scientist who who was operating the moon thing. Oh, yeah. And she's convinced that there are people living on the That's moon. That's subplot. Yeah. And subplot. then there's a bit more of Maximus. We meet the genetic council oh. and him threatening Crystal. Oh, and spoilers. Maximus's parents had Crystal's parents killed. Uh, Which means that Black Bolt parents had Medusa's parents killed. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's anyway, a sorry. What were you saying? Doing a bed, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. He basically said that uh, working class superheroes were in decline. Um, were there ever working class superheroes? I mean, I think. Well, I suppose. Yeah. No, not really. Well, I mean, I. I guess there's some like Matt Daredevil is a working class. Initially. He's from a working class. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, Daredevil. Yeah, fair enough. But um, now he's a now he's a rich. Now lawyer. he's a now he's a lawyer. Now he's a now he's a fancy pants. But he was a pro bono lawyer for a long time. I suppose Luke Cage. A, Luke Cage is definitively Jessica Jones. Yeah, I, I don't know her background well enough. Yeah, foster kid. Yeah, no. I mean, Superman's a farm boy. Yeah, he would be the ultimate. Yeah, but I think he means they're in decline now. Right, right. I don't think okay. he necessarily yeah. meant back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think. I think probably working class superheroes were probably a lot more common back in the day. It was a, a normal person kind of taking back the law into their own hands. Like who? Kind of thing. Um, oh, this is going to be tough. Uh, the Phantom. He was rich, wasn't he? Was the Phantom rich? The, the ghost who walks? The ghost who walks. Billy Zane. Out of the jungle. <laughs> Defenders of the earth. We're definitely going to have to live, do a live stream or something like that at some point and just give um, our reaction to these movies. Um... The Shadow? I'm trying to think. The Shadow, he was one, wasn't he? I don't but know. I don't know if they were working. he was probably rich Well, I mean, well. okay, if you go back to genres predating superheroes, I guess you could look at hardball detectives. Mm-hmm. And hardball detectives were nearly always working class. Mm-hmm. It was an ordinary man who was good with his fists, Yeah, had a rugged face, Yeah, loved to drink whiskey. Yeah, and a soft and, spot for a dame. And a soft spot for a dame. Real, real weak chin for dames. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you could look at it that way. Okay. But he was Kingsman. Talking, he was talking about Kingsman has Eggsy. Yeah. Eggsy, who is the working class yeah. thing. And I think but you see that that's kind of interesting. If you tie that in the Phil Mills thing, Mark Miller created Kingsman oh, as a parody Miller uh, as a parody of James Bond mm-hmm. and that elite oh, yeah. upper class quip mm-hmm. crap. Yeah, right. Um and Eggsy is a direct kind of middle finger to that whole genre. Uh, probably with a, a classy wank, wank symbol, symbol thrown in. Oi, oi. Little one of them. <laughs> well, I'll put that in the video. Um, but yeah, so that kind of shows you how rare it was to see that even then, in 2011, mm-hmm. I could suffer for that. that. That's a possible Ben's retractions. Um, no, no, you're not, you're not just categorically stated. But um, Phil uh, Mills kind of spoke about how 2000 AD was... Did I do it again? Yeah! God, that's amazing! God, I have such a complex now. You've given me a complex. Look, just remember it there. We'll listen back to it oh, after. Oh, man, I can't wait. 43. Uh, 43, 40. 43, 40. That's insane. Yeah, go on. Um, but he kind of wrote that as mega crime. 
Yeah. And what 2000 AD really is, is... <laughs> what his comic really is... Yeah. I'm going to swap to Judge Dredd. Just Judge, Judge Dredd, Dredd is yeah. the prime character yeah. in that particular universe. Yeah. Um, that comic, by the way, is very similar to Marvel or DC in that it's the universe that these characters inhabit. Do they all inhabit the same universe? A lot of them do, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, not all of them, mm-hmm. but a lot of them inhabit the same... City. They're mega cities built on poverty, human overpopulation. It's basically Margaret Thatcher's nightmare. Mm. He created these huge cities where uh, it was Margaret Thatcher's nightmare, and the only Margaret way Thatcher's nightmare or a, a, a nightmare brought on by Margaret Thatcher. A little bit of both, because Margaret Thatcher's nightmare would probably be the Falklands belonging to Argentina. Whoa! Whoa. 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 Apparently, Mick only does political if it's very out of date. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. But, um, yeah, so basically, I, I suppose it's her nightmare in that she built these giant tower blocks mm-hmm. to house these people in, and then uh, what happened was rampant crime uh, throughout the tower blocks, because the tower blocks were terrible social structures that didn't really do a lot to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the only way to police this new dystopian future is the judges. Mm-hmm. And the judges are judge, jury, and executioner. They are sure. literally... No due process. Yeah. No, that's another anti-hero we could have used. God damn it. Uh, no due process. Basically, they assess on site um, whether or not what the punishment should be. Mm-hmm. It is rarely arrest or detain. Yeah, it is usually should. execute. Um, and they go about doing this. And the main judge that is followed around is Judge Dredd. Yeah. Who's a real dick. Sylvester um, Stallone. Sylvester Stallone or Carl Urban, depending on which one you prefer. Urban. Is that Urban? 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 I don't know. Urban. Uh, anyway, Carl yeah. uh, is the judge in the movie, in the new one, uh, newer one. And possibly a new series. Is it, oh, is he gonna, are they going to... Some talks. Okay, that'll be interesting. Mm. I look forward to that. I really enjoyed that movie. It's a good, it's movie. good, little, good little movie. Um, but yeah, basically, it was really interesting. He is kind of, I suppose, a working class criminal's nightmare. He mm-hmm. just comes in and tears things apart. But he would use these stories to tell or to look at law and order in kind of and morally dissect it. I mean what what is justified and what isn't justified. Mm-hmm. Um and this continued throughout the two thousand did I give it an extra A D Yeah there you are right. Universe. I don't have to go so slow from now on. <laughs> um and I just find it really interesting that he looked at this lack of working class heroes and then I started looking into what he meant he tells a story about how in the BBC back in the day if you pitched a working class character your script editor or your your overseer overlord of project, I, I must say overlord they are British they are very <laughs> fine very out of date swipe yeah. Um, but um, yeah would basically say no working class uh, really? Captains or things like yeah, they would avoid working class characters. But what about uh, Sean Bean? Especially in it. No, this is in the. This would be. This would have been in the eighties. Pre Bean. Pre Bean. Hmm. Pre Bean. Before he died in everything, or yeah. was a villain in everything. Um, do you think he ever just looks at a contract and goes, "Please don't die. Please don't die. Please don't die." No, <laughs> no, he definitely knows. Yeah, that's he, all he's he getting. Knows, yeah. That's all he's getting. Um, and then I was looking at the the BBC, and I found an interesting parallel for that in Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Um, Doctor Who is very much a working class story. I find it very interesting. Is it? Um, In that, all of his companions, Mm -hmm. up until very recently, Mm -hmm. have been extremely average English people. Right. No airs or graces in quite a lot of... Teachers. 
things. Teachers, um, strippers, nurses. Sorry, kissograms. Kissograms, um, nurses. Uh, no sex workers that I'm aware of. Rory. Rory. Oh God, Rory. Sorry, ah, Rory was all right. Rip Hunter. Uh, Rip Hunter. He's Rip Hunter in Legends of Tomorrow. He's not. Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. Sorry. Fine. It's alright. Yeah, yeah I don't like those CW things. You know I don't like them. Um but they tell the doctor's story through the lens of his companion. His companion is usually a working class figure, for lack of a better name. It rebooted with Rose Tyler who lived in a council estate yeah. with her fella Mickey. And a lot of the humour was derived from her being perfectly average about these mm. big epic space That's situations. True, yeah. And but the Doctor was rebooted as someone from the north yeah. of England. Every, every planet has a north. Every planet. Um, yeah, and uh, so it was kind of interesting. Uh, and this has continued until very recently where they had Clara Oswald, yeah. who was the, and she was extremely upper class. If not upper class, then upper middle class. Yeah, middle class. And she was quite disliked. Was she? Yeah, there was, a real, there was a real toss Clara really? uh, attitude among some hardcore Whovians. I'd toss her all right. Oh, stop that. Oh, I wouldn't, because I'm in a committed relationship God with someone who listens to the podcast. God, Michael. But, I mean... God almighty. I'm doing a wink. We tried to have a nice discussion about class mobility. Oh, we weren't talking in. about class you mobility. Just come in with your lad banter and your <laughs> lagger. <laughs> My lad banter. I've never been accused of lad banter before. That's that great. The first time for everything. Um, but anyway, I find it very interesting that a lot of... And there has been his latest one. Uh, was I can't remember her name but again almost almost mockably working class Bob? they went but I think it's is it Bob? it's a kind of boyish name isn't it? it's a boyish yeah it's a lad Bill Bill that's it but she's an absolute leap in the opposite direction of Clara it's straight back to working class Mm. she meets him at university she doesn't go to the university. Mm. She works in the canteen. Yeah. And again, she has this thing. She she ticks all the benchmarks yeah. for for She's a politically correct. She's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. She's ethnically ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, she is working class. Mm-hmm. And she's, again, salt of the earth kind of character, just playing that role very, very hard. And again, her popularity went up, but Did she's it? only lasted one season she's not interested in continuing oh, but like Christopher Eccleston in a very yeah exactly in a very strange twist the BBC have come out and said that they will be keeping the Doctor's companion non-white oh I don't know if you saw this no but they actively said we will not be seeking a like we won't be seeking a white person not more to whiteies. fill the role mm. <laughs> which I found ridiculous I was like wow wow so they were just like they were just like you yeah, know we're keeping it we're keeping we're ticking the box no don't more worry. whiteies don't worry nobody tweet we're ticking the box it oh. was interesting so I, I I don't know but in terms of certain heroes and certain things a lot of working class people are linked to that show and there's a there's a big fan base in in England based on that Doctor Who but it was interesting to me anyway sorry you were very well structured today I was not well, that was all right very rambling it was pretty pretty decent uh, about four minutes left Did you enjoy Kingsman. Kingsman. I enjoyed it initially. Yeah. I've been I've been ruminating on it since. You enjoyed it in Italy. Yes, in Italy. <laughs> you were off in Italy. I was off in Italy, <laughs> and I enjoyed. The what film have there. you been ruminating on? 
Well, the fact that I couldn't oh, understand spoilers. Italian. Spoilers. I couldn't understand Italian. It's quite good. difficult to watch it. Um, no, um, I really, really enjoyed... Well, I don't want to go into major spoilers don't in case anyone's... Spoilers too it's, much. it's very, very recent. I enjoyed it. It's good fun. Mm-hmm. It's missing something that the first one had. The lady with the, uh, the mm-hmm. sword legs. Gazelle. Is that her name? That's her name. Hmm. Um, she's not in it. No, Neither didn't. is Samuel L. Jackson in his lisp. Yeah, no Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yeah, those two two are missing. It kind of it follows all. It does bionic commando. It does. It it's it kind of follows all the same beats as the first one, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it kind of exaggerates the beats of the first one. That's often what a sequel does, isn't it? I know, but it, it did it poorly, and I was kind of when I when I thought about it, I really enjoyed some parts of it. A lot of lot of pointless mortality in that. Yeah, film. a lot of people dying for no good reason. For no good goddamn reason. Yeah, um, like in a real war. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. oh look, it's all thematic, oh. isn't it? No, I you're, agree. You're, you're working angles. Look, it's it's good. It's not as good as the first. It's not one. as good as the first one, but it's still good. I expected more from Matthew Vaughn, although he did do kick ass. I didn't like that. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Like Matthew Vaughn. I don't know if it's he doesn't do sequels very well. Different director. For the, oh no, sorry, different, sorry, no, completely same director, sorry, I take that back. He did Kick-Ass 1 and 2, didn't he? Yes. He, and he did he, he did No, two. he didn't do Kick-Ass 2, I think. Didn't he? Different, I don't think so. Look you keep there. making your point. You, you but anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good film, it's not as good as the first one, mm-hmm. it's still thoroughly enjoyable though, and I would see a third one. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely on board for, no, I thought it was good. It just wasn't as good as the first one, but it's quite difficult to make it as good as the first one. No, Jeff Wadlow for Kick-Ass 2. Oh, it wasn't Matthew Vaughn. Jeff Wadlow. Did Matthew Vaughn have anything to do with it? He was, I'm assuming, the producer, but I could be wrong on that one. Oh, that explains a lot. Is Marv Films his company? Marv Films is Robert Rodriguez, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it? Marv is a British production company owned by Matthew Vaughn. Oh. It's his. Oh. It's done Lair Cake, Stardust, Kick-Ass and Kingsman The Secret Service. Mm, two of those are good. Lair Cake and Kingsman. And Kick-Ass. Three of those are good. I like Lair Cake. And the other one. And Stardust. They're actually all What's good. What's Stardust? The one the with... Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman with the, the girl who's the Stardust. And Daredevil. Yes. Mm. And Charlie Cox. And What's-Her-Face. It's her, isn't it? Claire Danes. Yeah. From Where is this coming from? What what part of my memory has been taken up by I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's terrible. What a waste of a mind. Should we shall we wrap it up Shall there? we wrap it up? I think we'll come into we'll, we'll go on about Kingsman another time. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to dissect that one a little bit more. But sure. yeah, that's that's all from us. What do you think is kind of interesting? What superheroes speak to you? Let yeah. us know in the comments below. We never get comments, but we like some. We do well we sometimes got We get tweets. On, tweets. Get plenty of tweets. Or, Facebook messages from 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 punsmen um, wordsmiths. Hold on a minute. Oh, I have a something I heard on the on on the radio today. Um, and I think it's gonna. <laughs> I didn't hear it in this context. Okay, but I think it's a good way that we're gonna finish up the podcast. Fair enough. Because I heard it and it was so Irish. It was a woman. She radioed in. She texted in, I suppose, God. and she asked the presenter on the radio program. To tell her kids that when it gets to ten o'clock, straight to bed, no messing. <laughs> that was the most Irish thing I've ever heard what? in my entire life. So that's how we're going to finish up every podcast from now on. All right, guys, straight to bed, no messing. 